Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Have you ever wanted to do your best impression of CT carrying Johnny Bananas around like a backpack on Cutthroat? Well, now you can with the M-Pack, the fully functional backpack that doubles as a weight training pack. And our girl Emily Schramm is nice enough to hook up Challenge Mania listeners with 15% off your entire order. Just go to www.thempack.com mania and enter the code mania at checkout. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Scott, who do you think I am? Leonardo Decathlon? I'm not ready to carry an M-Pack full of weights yet. I sit around listening to you and D all day and watching Vendetta's trailers. Well, M-Pack also has really cool looking gear as well. They've got soft, comfy sweatpants, a really dope hat, t-shirts, and some other gear that looks good on everyone and makes awesome gifts for the active person or challenge fan in your life. So if you want to show some love to one of the nicest challenge competitors around, Emily Schramm, and support the Challenge Mania podcast, all while scoring some sick new threads, workout gear, or backpacks in the process, go to www.thempack.com mania. And remember to use the code mania to get 15% off your whole order. Not 10%, we're talking 15% off. Anybody who cops some gear sends DNI a picky you sporting it, we'll be sure to retweet you, shout you out on the show, and show you some love. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. But you didn't come for me. You came for D. You came to ask D anything. So on the line right now is my man who's going to be put in the hot seat, Mr. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude? Yeah, man. What's up? You know, I, I don't like the hot seat. I do prefer doing these podcasts with other people. I don't like divulging every part of piece of information that I've uh, come up with over the past 15 challenge years, it's just not me, you know, but since I am doing the podcast, I guess I do put myself out there. Like we put ourselves out there on reality TV and then we go and then people go, well, you should have known cause you went on reality TV and you should know the, you know, all the backlash that you're going to get with social media and stuff like that. And I'm like, nah, man, F that. I didn't really know it was going to happen like that. So that happens to a lot of us, and here I am about to do an Ask D Anything podcast. So my way of like, of like balancing this, balancing this mayhem out is I go, listen, we're doing a challenge mania podcast, and uh, I don't want it to just be about D. It's not always about D. It's all it's about the, the challenge universe. It's all about the evolution of the challenge as as being a sport as as this as as this being the center of our sport where everybody comes and tells you all that information, um, you know, just like Mark did, just like, you know, Jordan did falling out of the plane. I'm in the mix of it. Um, I know some stuff. I don't know everything, but my goal is to bring you almost everything. And who else we have on here is, is, is someone that, that just what, what I would call right now uh, a journalist for the challenge. Yes. I feel like we're growing Scott. I feel like we're growing Alan with people like Alan 
Aguirre. I don't know. You're going to have to help us out with that. It's Alan Alan Aguirre. He told us literally moments ago that that's what it was. Facts, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what we're going to bring you. Challenge facts. And that's what he brings to the table because he – uh, he has analyzed this just as much as I have, if not more. But that's why he's here, probably because he knows more about the facts of of the of the statistics and the challenges, the eliminations, who's done, uh, who who's got more wins, who sucks, who's um, who's uh, overrated, who's underrated, um, who should we be watching out for, who like who who should be working on puzzles, like it's it's all that weird stuff but but we're going to we're going to we're going to bring it with the thunder um so we're going to do it's going to be a little mix between ask d anything get a solid challenge statistic and i promise you i don't think it's going to be boring scott i, I don't think this is going to be boring no, it's not going to be boring. And, and, and the reason, look, we didn't ask D anything a few episodes ago. Now, I think it's been, over, I mean, it's been over 10 episodes now. But people always hit us up on Twitter with questions for you. And, you know, when we have another guest on, I don't want to waste their time asking you a question. Obviously, if I pose them a question, I'll then pose it to you as well because you have the challenge experience too. But people have so many questions for you. They really do want to ask D anything that we want to make it its own podcast. And now that we've brought Alan Aguirre into the mix, who's on the line, he's going to be on the line for the whole podcast – I told him to put together some really interesting stats you'd never think about. He's going to chime in with those as we go. But also, if anything comes up that Alan has a fun stat about throughout this conversation, throughout Ask D Anything, he's going to pop in with that too. So what's up, Alan? How you doing, man? Doing great. It's 9 a.m. over here, so just just woke up. No classes today. Feel good. Yeah, you sound extremely excited to be here, almost as excited (laughs) as we are to have you. Um, But I appreciate you getting up uh, relatively early to chat with us here on the East Coast. Alan's out on the West Coast. That's what gives him those extra three hours in the day to be looking up stats while you're sleeping late at night. Um, Before we get to the action, though, and this, you know, D mentioned it, this is not really going to have a format. We're going to go. We're going to free flow. I'm going to hit as many questions as you got to me on Twitter as possible, at Shot of Jaeger, at DerekMTV, and at the Alan Aguirre. He used to be Fabrizi Fresh, but he's out of the shoe game, and now he's into the full-on journalism game. So he's the Alan Aguirre, because Alan Aguirre was taken. But to us, he is the only Alan Aguirre. So please follow our man, Alan. He's our stack guy. Get to him on Twitter. If you know if you want to know anything about challenge stats, feel free to hit him up uh, on Twitter. But you guys got us a lot of questions. We're going to get to those. We're going to get to Alan. This is going to be a free-flowing conversation. It's going to be a lot of fun. As you know, this is the last podcast we taped in advance because right now you're hearing my voice. But really, I'm in sunny Hawaii finishing up my honeymoon. And uh, we really thank you for bearing with us on these tape podcasts. We're sorry that you're hearing them after they've been taped. So, you, you know, you, you weren't really able to get us questions right before these. So we thank you guys for getting us these questions quite a bit ago. And we're finally getting, them to, uh, getting to them now. We're back on the full schedule come February 20th with a great guest that we are not going to tell you about just yet. And uh, before we get to this podcast, the house cleaning as always. Keep subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Telling your friends in person and on Reddit that if they're a Challenge fan, Challenge Mania is the place to go. Not only do we bring the conversation, but as you can see with Alan, we also bring the stats. And uh, yeah, Challenge Throwdown for the cause in Philly. ChallengeThrowdown.com. That's where you can get the tickets. That's where you can get your Team Derek jersey. Derek signing every single one of them. Derek, who else is going to be at this thing? You, Jenna, Brad, Brittany, Corey. I mean, it's a, it's a party in Philadelphia on the 24th, right? Yeah, Jemmy, uh, Brittany. Uh, uh, Zach, damn, I, I think, was added, right? They added Zach, right? Yeah, they added Zach. In like, and here's the thing. I have no notes. I, 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 don't, I have no notes. 
Um, I don't have the flyer in front of me, but I promise you all the stuff is on my Instagram at Derek MTV. And the reason, we'll, t- we'll tell you, the reason he doesn't have notes, folks, is I told him he wasn't allowed to have any notes because this is Ask the Anything. This is the hot seat. I wanted him to be not prepared to answer any of these questions. And he took me a little too literally and he didn't even bring his notes for the Challenge Throwdown plug. So that's why. So don't blame the kid. I don't even have a pen in front of me right now. I just feel like I'm about to get punched in the face with questions that I'm not ready for, Scott. Yeah, you're not going to get punched in the face. It might be a light slap to the jaw. Who knows? But you guys know where to go. Theimpact.com slash mania. If you want to pick up an impact or some of Emily Schramm's awesome merchandise, that's a great way to support our show. Enter the code mania. And guess what? Emily hooked you up with 15% off just for being a challenge maniac. I think that's it. I think that's everything, D. We don't have another guest to plug yet because on the 20th, that's going to be a surprise. Um, thank you guys for dealing with us during this uh, tape schedule. We know we only got you one podcast last week. We hope you enjoyed the Brain Candy Evasion. This is the one podcast this week, but we promise we're going to make it a good one. So, D, if you're ready, on your mark, if you're ready to get set, we can go with the SD anything. Just let me know if you're prepped, you want to drink some water, you got to wipe your brow, you're good to go? Listen, I, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, like, uh, I feel like Alan should have been, ty- like, there should have been, like, typing noises, like, while you were explaining it as, like, in suspense that like Alan's going to be dropping bombs on us all well, the way part, part of the part of the bombs the, on me part of the general build in professionalism on both our end and Alan's not only has he removed the Fabrizi uh, fresh Twitter handle from his from you know from his personality and upgraded to the Alan Aguirre he's also figured out how to type on mute or type in advance. So hopefully we won't hit you with too many type noises. But if we get him going, don't get me wrong, if we get him going and he gets an idea for a stat, you might hear, you might hear the typing noise. So we apologize in advance for that. Um, you guys ready to rock? Alan, you ready? You got your pen ready? You got your typewriter ready? You guys ready to go? Because this is going to be balls to the wall. Just the hour of straight ask the anything, ask Alan anything, stats, and everything. Actually, give me, give me like one minute. I'm going to grab one. <laughs> I, I just He's like I, I haven't drank any water today. I just need to drink some water. Awesome. Well, while you grab oh, a, a nice nervous. cold glass of water, He's... Alan, we're gonna get to the first question, uh, which is for which is for D, and also I can answer this too um, because you know it's a question about our podcast. Finding Christina, who's a, a great fan and listener, shouts to uh, Christina, if that's your name, or if you're just looking for Christina, um, that's TBD. She said, Derek, when you started doing Challenge Mania, did you think we would get such a great response? And has anyone said no to being a guest on the show? I'll let you start. Oh, 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 oh. Funny, funny, funny. <sighs> I, you know what? I don't really like calling the people out that have uh, kind of dodged um, Dodge Challenge Mania, I guess per se. Um, I, I don't say I, I can't say that anyone has said no, um, but I can say that it, it was more of like a uh, like a like a made it a possibility. Um, didn't schedules didn't quite work out, or they had uh, a few. Um, you know, maybe let's do it at a later time or something like that. Um, so yeah, we've I've, I have been on the hunt to get Zach, CT, and Johnny. And when we, in the day we were supposed to film Johnny or record Johnny, he got a call to go on TRL. So um, that's the holdup on Johnny. Will he come around? I don't know. Why don't you guys do me a favor and blast him for not coming on yet? Because it sounds like he's on the hunt to get on uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. So, And the thing with CT is when I kind of touched upon it with him, 
and and caught up with him is he go he kind of seemed like he wasn't really you know you know really ready to you know come out and like you know just talk about thing but he did say that he has a movie coming out and that maybe when the movie comes out maybe we can um, rekindle and uh, and then and then with Zach it kind of I thought I was gonna get the conversation of you know of uh, getting the champs versus stars snub you know while he walked into the uh, challenge, uh, vendettas. Um, but that, that kind of conversation fell through too, but I will be seeing him at the Philadelphia event and, uh, I'll see if we can, um, regroup and see if we can, uh, make that possibility happen. I don't know. Maybe he's got a vendetta out against me. I don't know. Well, maybe it's funny. Not only will you be in Philadelphia with him, but anybody who goes to Philadelphia with him. I have an idea here. I think this is how we get Zach on Challenge Mania. You guys who go to Philly and show Derek you're a subscriber, you know you get a Challenge Mania sticker. I know you probably want to save it for your laptop or throw it on your uh, your binder or something like that. So maybe if you're really nice, you ask D for two of them. And maybe you smack that second one on Zach's back so when Zach gets home at night, he takes off his shirt and he realizes he's covered in Challenge Mania stickers and things. All right, maybe I shouldn't blow him off next time because I'll even here, I'll step in with this. Just to let you guys know something on the inside here, we were so close to having Zach on that I had already made the ad for it. I had literally already printed like tomorrow on Challenge Mania, Zach, Zach Attack, some some stupid like that. I already had that done <laughs> up. That's how close it was to happening. So uh, if you guys see Zach in Philly, make sure to tell him you want to hear him on the podcast. And what you said about Johnny Bananas... Guy's a busy man. He obviously had to do TRL. We're still working things out with him. But uh, I will say this, and you know this too. We both were very flattered by this. We did hear through the grapevine that uh, he was telling other people who wanted advice, oh, what podcast should I do? Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting a few requests to do podcasts. He told them, don't do any podcast other than Challenge Mania. That's the one to do. So even if Johnny hasn't made it on the show yet, uh, we definitely have in a roundabout way gotten some love from the guy. So, you know, shouts to, to Johnny from that. So that's a little inside information for you guys. Yeah, and, you know, it's really funny. The Zach Attack poster that was supposed to go up, I remember us talking and going back and forth because he kind of was like, uh, it, just, it was like a delayed response uh, and then uh, we, we were like, no, don't put it up. Don't yeah, promote right. it. Some and felt sure enough, off we about right. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Heat. You know that movie Heat with uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino where it's like, oh, if you feel the heat coming from around the corner, you got to be able to drop the bag of money, drop your whole life and just get out of there. And that's the only way you're going to survive. It's like that's like once, you, you know, there's a certain amount of time that normally people respond with. And then if they're not and it doesn't pass the smell test and you realize, ah, something's up here. I don't think I'm going to start plugging this yet. And so far we're going pretty much 100 percent. We haven't plugged the podcast yet that fell through. So our intuition is hold, uh, held true so far. So, but that's a little inside info for you guys. You want to know if anybody had said no? Nobody has said no to being on the show. It's been harder to coordinate with a few of the of the busier people. And CT, he's a man of mystery. Like you said, though, he's I think what what movie is he doing? Home Alone Five or something like that. He's playing the, one of the new Wet Bandits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He that's it's something like that. Um, maybe when he comes on, we can get him and the producer on something like that. I know he's he's heavily involved with uh, Jordan right now and doing some 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 stuff. Uh, him and Jordan, I think, uh, just produced a, a, some sort of a film uh, that we can probably get you a little bit more information on. And, of course, since um, since Jordan did come on, follow his brand, at StrappedMFG, on Instagram. Uh, he's doing a lot of really cool stuff. He is an actor. 
as opposed to um, just a, a professional reality TV dude like some of us. And uh, he's one of those guys that has crossed crossed over and been able to do both. And it sounds like CT, you know, is going to be dibble dabbling in it soon. So maybe that's kind of a little uh, heads up of uh, what what's to come from CT. And maybe that's why he's not on Vendetta's, huh? Yeah, I mean, we're only about, I mean, this, I believe, is our... Uh will be our 20th episode, I think, of Challenge Mania. So we're only 20 episodes in. The sky's the limit. We will more than likely have all those guys on at some point and hopefully in the near future. Thanks for the, uh, the question, Christina. Uh, the second part of that was, did we think that this podcast would get such a great response? Thank you for saying it has gotten a great response. I agree. I think it has. So, D, what, what were your expectations when, when we decided to kick this thing off in very late November? I think after we answer this question, we should get, go get to Alan and get to some uh, Zach, CT, and uh, Johnny Banana stats to maybe kick off, like uh, kick something off with that. So maybe he could start thinking about uh, about that while while we go over this answer. And uh, the response here is 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 um, you know for me the reason why why we did it is because. Um, there's all as if you guys are avid listeners, like you see that, that you, you're not going to get these stories from anyone else. Like I just posted on the, on the Mark Long Instagram post, like we, we went from the first road ruler to the 13th season of road rules and the last true season of road rules, because the next one was a fake ass viewers revenge. Um, and, and then you got the 15 years from there to now with challenges, you know what I mean? So we're going from the very beginning with Mark Long of the challenge, period, to the challenge vendettas and me walking out in the trailer still, I'm still not even there yet. Um, so, like, you have all this, all these stories, all this information. Puck, some people might not know who Puck is, but, but that's, that's what we bring to the table here. You know what I mean? And uh, the podcast that I did a couple, couple years ago um, hit – 125 different countries we were listening to in 125 different countries so it only made sense to to make the worlds collide um especially with like a sport like crossfit like it started off in a backyard now you have the challenge like borderline like the wwe you know what i mean you have the miz coming back uh hosting the show uh you know uh i'm back you know what i mean it only it only made sense to put all of this together and turn a rate, make, make, give it its own like radio station pretty much in a world with like XM and stuff like that. Like we can talk to people and interview people, you know, once a day if we wanted to and just get the, get the information. Even now, I mean, we have, I mean, people are putting out, you know, sketchy like Instagram posts that we can even talk about. I mean, dude, we can very easily turn this into a PTI style show where you just go, um, let's talk about Melissa's foot and how bonehead of a move that was. You know what I mean? Let's talk about, uh, you know, Corey in the soccer ball. You know what I mean? Let's talk about Times Square poster. You know, let's talk about, you know, uh, it, it, we're only like three episodes deep. And there's so much to talk about. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the long winded response, but it, was I expecting it, you know, the podcast to be this big of a hit? I hope we're just getting started, you know, and I hope hopefully, this will be, you know, the big, the next biggest thing that hits the challenge, um, and 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 as a, as an as an integrated part of the show. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, now you you really do have people with like celebrity status. I mean, this is the same same thing as as your as the Tonight Show for the challenge. I mean, people come on here. 
to promote their stuff and to talk about their experiences. And, uh, you know, luckily you have me in, in the mix that can sort of relate in one way or another because I'm still a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, you know, our goals for the show remain consistent and we always hoped it would get to this point. I don't think we ever knew it would happen this quickly, which is, you know, having Challenge Mania become this this added built-in dimension to the Challenge universe and conversation of the show where, you know, you watch the show on Tuesday, you go on social media, you see what people are saying about it. But that third component is listening to Challenge Mania, getting your questions on the air, hearing these longer, long-form interviews with your favorite cast members, past, present, and future and having that really be a part of the average challenge fans day every day of the week and we've managed to do that in in a in a really quick amount of time which i think was was impressive to you and me but i think being someone who like you Derek we both had our own podcast a few years back and like you said your podcast reached 125 different countries and we both had success in our own right but at the time tell me if you agree with this podcasting in general seemed to be in a bit of its infancy in the sense that the average person didn't have it two clicks away on their phone you really had to know and be a little bit tech savvy and figure out how to make podcasting a part of your daily life it was certainly a part of mine i've been listening to podcasts for over a decade now but now i think bringing this back towards the end of 2017 it's really clear to me that nowadays it's like the average challenge fan, more often than not, is already listening to podcasts or already knows how to get them with one click or has the podcast app on their phone. And that is, I think, a really big part of making this happen so quickly. We didn't have to educate people as much as we did when we had our podcast back in around 2010, 2012. Back then, you had to really hold people's hands and walk them to where to download and where to click and this and that. Today, it's as simple as passing somebody a link. Boom, they subscribe, they rate, they review. They're part of the whole deal. And everyone's had a really good time sharing this with their friends and getting everybody involved in the conversation. And look, we're only about 20 episodes in. And uh, I mean, the sky is the limit here. We hope to grow and grow and grow and grow. But um, I think we had hoped it would get here. Um, But uh, look, am I speaking out of turn D by saying... I'm a little bit, and I think you're a little bit surprised that we got here so quickly. You know, here's the thing. Here's the here's why it works. I think it works because me and you kind of can know how to work together, and it works when we have experience in it. Like when you were doing podcasts, um, you were interviewing like semi celebrity, like bigger celebrities. You know what I mean? Like like UFC fighters and stuff like that. It's kind of something that I wanted to. It's some something that I want to do. It's kind of something that I liked. You know what I mean? And now, fast forward a couple of years later, we're doing four challenges a year, and these things are pretty freaking serious. Um, with some with with uh with with people that um have that sort of celebrity slash athlete status now. Um, I think it's just the the, the sport, the challenge has grown so much that you know we're able to sort of call ourselves like you know athletes and this is sport and the competition is for real you know what i mean and um and yes a lot of weaknesses are put on display and yes there is the entertainment aspect but there also is the strategy aspect and uh you know i just i don't know i'm just happy that it's working i'm i'm glad you do what you do and i'm glad that you know we have uh, the, just the challenge has evolved the way it has, and we literally have just have a, have a journalist on the line with statistics to to um, to follow our response with this because that that's what it's about. This is what it's about right here. Yeah. So, Alan, first stat right off the bat: uh, How long in combined total were our answers to that first and only question from Christina so far? <laughs> you know what? I, I stopped counting. It, you know, I just did. Uh, he, he was on a roll. I loved it. It was great. 
So break us right. off some stats about uh, if you have any at your disposal. Uh, we mentioned Zach, CT, and Johnny as a few of the guests that haven't really uh, come on the show yet but are, are, are on tap for sure. Anything of note that you think would, uh, would jump out at a listener and really catch their ear? All right, yeah. So I was supposed to interview Johnny Bananas, but he also canceled for TRL on me. I was very disappointed at the time. Not going to lie, that makes us feel a little bit better, though. I'm not going to lie. We already feel kind of shitty about it, but if we had heard that he had uh, done your interview and not ours. Well, here's the thing, here's the thing with Alan's interviews is, is I was supposed to do an interview for Alan, too, and I, have, I believe I have the questions in my, in my DM. I just – it's so long to answer those questions that, like, to sit down and type all, all the answers – is like long for me. So like I prefer to almost like do a separate podcast where we answer the questions like this, but I know you like to put your stuff down on paper. So I don't know if like uh like an interview over the phone works better with you or not, but like for someone like Johnny and even I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not I'm not I'm not in Times Square, I'm not doing Jimmy Fallon, but it's it's still hard for me to find, you know what I mean, a half hour to yeah. five minutes to, to kind of type that out. So but but yeah, awesome. You'd maybe, have to learn to type to first. Fun. That would take a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, that, that one with Johnny was actually over the phone. With uh, That was the one I did for Champ vs. Stars. For, mm-hmm. I think I did it with Emily and CT. Uh, but yeah, other oh. challenge sets. Uh, so <clears throat> I have for CT, this is just a fact about him, was he was filming a movie called The, the Haunt or something like that. And I think it's What's with it Emily. I think it's like The Have It or something. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Emily Fitzpatrick from Real World Cancun is part of the production company and she has other MTV people on the movie. I don't I I remember they were teasing that like a year ago before CT made his comeback. That just that's not a challenge fact, but it's kind of a challenge fact because I you know I kind of have to listen to both. Uh, and then so did you say Jordan you want to talk about or Zach? No, Zach uh, it was Zach Bananas or uh, or CT. CT Oh yeah, Zach at his pro day, he ran like a four seven forty. It's pretty impressive, you know. What do you pro mean day, by pro day? Yeah. Well, Zach was a wide receiver at Central Michigan University. Uh, he was he did go to the he had his own pro day, his own like combine for to be in the NFL. Uh, I actually think Zach could have made the NFL if he was in the modern NFL because he has the build of like how a tight end does now. But they made him play wide receiver back then. I don't really know what they're doing. But that's just like a weird stat about Zach that I really love. Well, maybe now with the I, – I still know that his passion is, and the last time I talked to him, is that his passion is football. And that like um, he got – he 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 actually said, I got passed on – he's not a Lions fan. He's not a Detroit Lions fan, although he's from Detroit, because they passed on him and his father. So uh, there is some fact factual information behind this – um, you know, Zach being like possibly going to the NFL or, or trying or out. possibly going to the XFL. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. So McMahon, uh, the, the, the owner of WWE, another 
fun fact about the world's colliding of WWE and the XFL, which is supposed to be like the NFL. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like entertain, entertaining football with like high-flying action. Well, it's coming back and, now uh, without any of that. They just announced it's coming back in 2020 without any of the gimmicks. They're just going to try to shorten the game and make it an alternative to the NFL. And they're not putting any of that, like no cheerleaders, none of the like hard-hitting stuff, none of the rule changes. They're just literally trying to compete with the NFL. What? Yeah, they announced this. Yeah, I mean, now it's two weeks old, so it'll seem ridiculous that you haven't heard at this point. But this was announced yesterday. Oh my gosh! Really? Like, it's not going to be all the high flying, cool hoopla action? I love that stuff. Yeah, no, they're they're. I think they're trying to pull over bitter NFL fans who are mad about the the Star Spangled Banner thing. They're mad about the games being too long. I think that for some reason someone got in Vince's ear and told him it was a good idea to try to compete with the NFL, which there is a lot of backlash against the NFL between Goodell and the way he handles suspensions and Brady and domestic violence issues and stuff like that. So there's NFL backlash, but I don't necessarily know that he's processing that right and, and that these people are willing to then switch over and watch a lesser football product because of it. This won't happen until 2020, so who knows what the climate will be then. They don't know what network it's going to air on. Um, it's all, and to be honest with you, we had the ESPN 30 for 30 this year that got a lot of buzz and did really well. However, the point of that movie was that the XFL was like a terrible idea. So I don't know why Vince uh, made, the, made the decision to then give it another shot. But who knows? People say this about Vince McMahon is that he thrives when people do not believe in him. And I think there's a lot of people that certainly do not believe this is a good idea. So we'll see what happens. And if it does happen... Maybe Zach will be one of his uh, one of his tight ends. Who knows? Yeah. All that matters is can I gamble on it? Yeah. Well, can by I then, put, who knows? Probably. Let me ask you this: Do you gamble through DraftKings? Uh, I have on occasion. Okay, just wondering. All right, just, just shout out to DraftKings. We'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So, so, uh, so, Alan, so, so, tell us a little bit about these guys. Do you have any stats on it? Do you have an interesting banana stat? You think you were about to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, Bananas is five. He, there was a stretch of challenges where Bananas won five out of seven seasons. I think it was, he didn't win his first three. And since he won his fifth one, he's only won one out of six titles. So he's had like this incredible prime in the middle of his career. And since then, you know, he's had, I don't know, it's hard to get to six wins anyway. So that's, you know, flabbergasting. But he kind of is, you know, he's one. He has to think about it in another way. He's like been one of ten as well. Yeah, the last one he won was the one with Sarah, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that, so there's, a, is there a curse? Do you still think that there? Do you believe that there's still a curse, Alan? I don't know, because like you, when you hear about curses all the time, it's like you know, the curse I had growing up was like the Red Sox Cubs curse, and that was a hundred. This curse is like two years old. Rivals three was two years ago. It's not like it had like. Yeah. Before they used to film one challenge in two years. Now they film like 12 of them. Yeah, I also don't think, I mean, look, making that decision to screw Sarah over, I think was, you know, this headline-making news story. It kind of painted him as the ultimate heel, which he has no problem being. And uh, I don't, I mean, he just won champs versus stars. So I agree with you. I think, call me five years from now and tell me that there was some sort of a curse. I don't think necessarily that... He's anywhere out of line of his average, as you said, as far as how many of these things he really does win in comparison to the amount that he does. Something that came up on the Brain Candy podcast that I think is interesting, Alan, and you can tell me as a stack guy if this seems elementary to you. 
Sarah like reminded us casually that uh, she actually won that challenge. She didn't get the money, but she won that challenge. And it, it spoke to a truth, which I Ooh. think Derek and I admitted, which is, yeah, we kind of pencil that in as that you lost that challenge too. We forget that like you went out on a victory technically. As a stack guy, do you sometimes have to remind yourself of that too? Or do you know that she won? She just didn't necessarily reap the benefits. Uh, yeah, she yeah she did win. Uh, that, that's, <laughs> like, you can't take away. I mean, she didn't win the money. She didn't win the money, but she won the. She did technically win the final. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I I mean, okay, because she was part of Johnny winning. Because like Johnny doesn't win without her at all. So because of that, I don't know. It's hard to argue because she was also the best girl in that final. Maybe if they said it was a genderless final like this Vendetta season is, uh, then I say she didn't win, but she won. I, I don't know. She won. Speaking of Johnny Bananas D, Alex has a question for you. He says, rumor has it you and Bananas had some beef on Dirty 30. Any truth to that? Um, I think what he's referring to is the clip where I'm in Johnny's face in the trailer. And um, I believe that that was stemming from... Uh, me actually showing Johnny how me and Nelson got in, got in each other's faces. So I believe that, you know, actually when, when me and and Nelson got into the, got into the fight, I, it, it was literally, it was me, like Camilla, uh, Jemmy, like Jemmy came running in. I was literally standing there talking to Camilla while, uh, you know, he pretty much walked up on me face to face almost and uh and luckily i moved out of the way i kind of sidestepped it or i might have been going through that glass if you guys watch it again so luckily i stepped out of the way and he shoved the shit out of me and eventually we kind of you know our faces got pretty close and I, I i believe i was imitating uh what he was doing and i was showing johnny uh how he did it actually got and that kind of got in the trailer so i believe that's what uh you're alluding to alex i think that was the question so, uh, crafty editing there, Buna Murray. Um, here's a good question from Elisa. I believe that's how you say her name. Uh, if you had won the $450,000, what would you have done with it? Oh, my gosh. I would have totally bought, like, a nice, like, condo maybe. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think you know, spending $300,000 or more, three fifty dollars maybe, would be too much to, to spend by it. But... Um, you know, for me, like, I like to just like pay shit off right away, you know, but you know, they may be a little too much, but I would have definitely, you know, set myself, I'm still, you know, I'm still re you know, I'm still, you know, uh, feeling the effects of the divorce, you know what I mean? Which is never very good on the, on the guy side, um, which is another conversation for another day on um the court systems these days that need to change i believe need to, i mean we talk about like we talk about racial equality we talk about uh gender equality over the years um we talk about um you know uh what's the word i'm looking for women's rights equal rights uh, wage but, equality uh whatever all of it all of it i mean women gay people racism all that, dude, has changed drastically over the last, you know, you know, however long it's been. But it's made a major change. And MTV and the challenge has made uh, has been a, a, a trailblazer to making those changes 
by putting them on display and showing that there is no nothing wrong with being who you are and what you like to do. As long as you're not hurting people, you're not a bad person. And uh, in the court systems, uh, a lot of times uh, it, it weighs when you're dealing with t- child custody, the um, they uh, automatically weigh heavily uh, heavily towards the mother's side. And um, I'm just going to leave it at that. But <laughs> so uh, you, you kind of hit hit a, a, a soft, not a soft spot for me, but a trigger um, for me. And, so I, I believe uh, what you were going to say is that you would have used the money to buy a new snowboard, right? Okay, next question. <laughs> um, this is, uh, this wins. <laughs> Yo, we didn't finish with Alan. We didn't finish with Alan. Listen, the stats, the stats with CT and Johnny. We didn't oh. never got to Johnny. We never got to CT because you can see that also Johnny has done 15 of them, but or whatever, however long it's however many he's done 14, 15. I don't know what it is. That's why we got the stat guy here. Yeah. And he's won six, right? Six plus. Yeah. We don't know if we're going to call the chance versus stars one uh, uh, a win or not. I know that there are some island and some purge questions that we need to discuss maybe not today whether what's a win what's a loss i think that we need to definitely have that conversation maybe not today but let's talk about ct and his run you know because it's a little different than johnny's even though he is our badass yeah ct is the challenge badass um and johnny is somewhat of the villain slash clown who has won more challenges than anybody else so give show us the the difference here with those two uh if i had to compare like johnny bananas to like an athlete it'd be like kareem abdul jabbar or maybe like you know like jim tomey just got into the hall of fame um you're from chicago right so like he was on the white Sox. jim tomey he hit yeah, 600 home run he hit 600 home runs and nobody knows that jim tomey hit 600 home runs unless you're like a jim tomey fan he the just Indians kept hitting. Fan. He was on the Indians. He was on the Indians. Yeah, and he yeah. wasn't a part. Of, I don't believe he was part of the steroid scandal either. So. No, no, no. But the thing about Jim Tomey is, no one ever thought he was like a top five player, but he just kept hitting 30, 40 home runs every year. And then suddenly, the leaderboard, you're like, "What the fuck? Jim Tomey has six hundred home runs? How did like when did this happen?" And that's I don't like know. that was like Johnny. Johnny was just starting to win challenges, and then out of nowhere, you're like, "Wait, Johnny Bananas has four or five wins." Yeah, How does this dude have five wins? That's a, that's an interesting take, unless you're a Johnny Bananas fan, and you know that. And, uh, like, for someone like me, I mean, you were probably, like, I don't know, probably seven years old when Jim Tomey was Jim Tomey. And I remember Jim Tomey, and Jim Tomey was crushing shit his entire uh, major league career. I mean, he was always – he in my eyes, he was, I don't know, about top five, but he was always, you know – batting forth and crushing balls so yeah uh, yeah interesting interesting you say that but now we got to get to ct because ct has a, a somewhat of a different story right like win yeah, losses record and, and and eliminations right yeah he just for some reason ct i think winning is the greatest ability you could have on the challenge i don't care about any other skills like when it comes to like they're just people who are winners they just they just win at everything they play and CT is the great talent because he could eat, he's smart, he could do puzzles, he's a social game. He has every skill you want, except his temper is the thing that got in his way for the longest time. Uh, you did the duel with him. I mean, he was doing all those challenges where he'd finish in first place, but then TJ would have to tell him, CT, you didn't listen to the first rule, you broke this rule. And that's why he got DQ'd on the duel. 
for years, I think CT, the only person that could beat him was himself. And it's the reason why. He's done 13 seasons, but he's only won two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many of those losses were due to some sort of a disqualification or? Uh, okay, so one of them was the DM one, which, you know, yeah. RIP. Understandable. Um, but the other two was uh, him punching out Davis. And which was my punch- first one. Actually, that's something I wanted to ask you about. Uh, and then the other was when he destroyed Adam. And I actually count, like, I don't know, people don't count those DQs. It's like, oh, he wasn't on the show. But I think if you punch someone, that's like the worst way to lose because you literally threw away your game in one second. Yeah, what did you want to ask Derek about that? So, Derek, you got your first win because, I mean, not because, but because CC punched out Davis, you were able to come in as the alternate on the Inferno 3 and win. What happens in a world where CT doesn't punch him and then you go on the gauntlet three and you lose because of Big Easy? What, 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 how does your world go? <laughs> well, it's, a lot of different things can happen there. What if, uh, what if, um, what if I don't, what if I don't go to Inferno three and then they put me on gauntlet three and we make it to the end and where people say, Big Easy died on them. What if I, you know, you got to understand, CT played a strong role in keeping Big Easy around. Um, if anyone knows anything about Big Easy, you know that, you know, he could hold you down in a final. He could anchor you down in a final. And that was what happened. That's exactly what happened. You know, do I stick around? Do, you know, CT's always played his own game. You know what I mean? And at that time, you know, there was a divide. There's a, the divide between Johnny and CT had already started on the first duel. So you can't tell me that there wasn't uh, an attempt for uh, for a power struggle at the time. You know where Johnny was still trying to make a name for himself, still trying to win his first his first final, I believe. And um, you know, if Derek's on the gauntlet three, maybe Big Easy's not there. You know what I mean? Because my political game strategy is a little different than CT's. Um, although we both saw each other at the end of the Dirty 30, um, you know, this, the games are still rather different. You know what I mean? Everyone chooses side. Everyone's very choosy with people they decide to uh, align themselves with and, and feel that they will help them out, whether you can beat them at the end or, 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 or that you keep them around so they can help you in one way or another. Um, or maybe it's just you want the showdown to happen between you and them at the end. You know, so everyone has different reasons to keep different people around. And, uh, and, and for, for me, like, he, he punched somebody out. I came in. He was not on the team anymore. It was on the first night. He didn't even do a challenge. So, I mean, it was my team. You know, the badasses won. We won together. You know what I mean? It was my first challenge championship. And so, yes, thank you, CT, for doing that. Um, and, and, and who knows? Maybe later on he punches somebody out. and Maybe I'm not there. Maybe it's too late to bring anyone in. And, and maybe they lose the final. You know what I mean? So lots of different things happen. What happened, happened. And here we are 10 years later. <laughs> um, this is the funniest question I got. It's from Hart. Derek, what did you do with all those Best Buy gift cards from the Gauntlet 2? Dude, you know what? It's, what's funny is uh, so on the Gauntlet 2, for people that don't know, we were winning. I, I was the team captain, so every time my team would win, um, I would get a couple. I would get a thousand dollar gift card to to Best Buy, 
But I mean, come on, just it just turns into money. You just spend it like it's money. I have no clue. Probably every time I won an electronic, I probably went to Best Buy. So, uh, you know, I probably got a couple like systems and yeah, Derek. What was what was your Best Buy? Um, probably a Nintendo sixty four. That'll that'll date you, kids. Uh Wow. (laughs) Um, this is a good one about an old school challenge from Lisa. How did it feel to win your first challenge after being so close on the others you did? And was the team you had on Inferno the ideal team to win? Uh, and also she wants to know what was your relationship like with Timmy since he was an all around good, funny guy. And do you still talk to Timmy? So for the record, Nintendo 64 was probably around when I was like 12. Okay. So I definitely didn't didn't buy a Nintendo 64 with that Best Buy card. Anyway, um, so with Timmy and the win, can you rephrase that? Uh, Yeah, well, she just wants to know. She wants to know how it felt to win your first challenge. She wants to know if the team you had is why you won. Um, And then also, she wants to know uh, what your relationship is like with Timmy. Do you still talk to him? Um, So I tried pitching a show to Timmy uh, a couple years back. I met with him in LA. Um, we talked, uh, he has a, he owns part of a, uh, a bar, uh, like a really nice, like a martini bar, uh, here in Pittsburgh. So every now and then, uh, me, him and, uh, Ben Roethlisberger will sit down and have a couple beers, you know, in the off season and, um, and talk about stuff. No, I'm just kidding. But the one time he did invite me over, uh, to, to have a couple drinks at his bar, uh, Ben Roethlisberger was there chilling, like drinking a beer it was awesome and uh and and that i haven't talked to timmy in a long time i know he works uh in production uh like creating shows and uh, he's definitely out of the challenge game and yeah i mean i i obviously looked up to the guy i mean he's he was a great guy he was just like one of those guys he's a fan favorite you know what i mean you didn't have a bad thing bad thing to say about him but um on the gauntlet too me and him both did agree that when uh, TJ finally asked me to spin the wheel, so for the record, guys, uh, my final Gauntlet 2 elimination happened because I broke a table in the middle of the room during deliberation because we went to a secret ballot vote and everyone put their names down on who, who they wanted to go into the elimination, and it was between Timmy and David Burns. And it kept on going to a tie. And every time it came out to a tie, I would I would kick off one piece of uh, the table's leg. So eventually, um, after after a, a long deliberation, TJ came out and said, Derek, listen, this is it. Um, you know, do you guys come down to a decision? And then Timmy finally said, you know, I'm going to go in against Derek. I'm going to make the decision. And uh, he goes, listen, I don't want to put your fate in my hands. And he goes, I want you to spin the wheel, man. You do it. Fuck it. And this is his, TJ's first challenge. And he's like, you do it. And I'm like, fine, fuck it. And all the all all, all in the meantime, he has landed. Um, the the four previous eliminations had landed on the ones that like helped me, benefited me. You know, like the 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 fights, the the fights in the dirt. The, you know, like those are the ones. The wrestling matches, like those are the ones. The beach brawls, like those are the ones that. Um, I thrive on and, and enjoy. 
Um, which is the same reason why I called out Donald Cerrone a couple of cha- a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, where you at, Cowboy? Uh, where you at, Cowboy? We know you're listening. <laughs> Keep tweeting that Cowboy Cerrone. Let him know Derek Kaczynski wants him in the cage. So TJ tells me to spin the wheel, and I spin the wheel, and it, it lands on, like, the absolute worst one I could get. And it lands, like, on a reverse tug of war. And it was just, like, it was over in an instant. And then, but, but the thing that me and Timmy agreed on was that we should have just taken it into our own hands thrown the fucking the the wheel uh the spinning wheel on the ground and said let's do all of them best five out of seven fucking takes it goes to the championship you know what best four out of seven goes to the championship you know what i mean like like take it down seven game series right now switch your family to t-mobile and get four lines for 25 dollars a line with auto pay and 5g access included on america's largest 5g network so don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. And I, I, like after he said that to me, I was like, oh my God. Because he was actually talking about just like letting me have it. He was just like, Listen, dude, you you fought your way this long, man. I like I you deserve it, dude. You deserve to be here at the end. I don't even want to go against you, man. I'm just I think I'm just gonna fold. I'm like, don't you fucking dare do that shit, man. We're gonna go and we're gonna do it. And we're gonna see who's gonna fucking win. And sure enough, dude, he won like instantly. It was so terrible. I mean, he outweighed me by a bunch. I mean, in the sand, like it's just physics. It's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna beat a guy that outweighs me by 40, 50 pounds. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's 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 that story. That I'm not a lot, probably not a lot of people know that I spun the wheel to my own death on the gauntlet too yeah it's a good story uh alan uh why don't you break off some of those interesting stats i had you gather this week all right so first one just if you guys want to guess who's the latest road rules winner who's like the most recent one oh the you mean a winner of the challenge that was on road rules yeah yeah who's the most recent road rules champion so not counting champs versus stars so it wouldn't be Darrell for that right yeah uh most recent road rules Champion. Oh my okay, God. let's go. Let's, I'm gonna say DKO. Oh, I don't know. I like off the top of my head, I'd go with like maybe Abr- Abram. Like I don't know. Let, hold on, let me think. I gotta go all the way back to. Hold on, yeah. Who's still in the game? Veronica. I still like to say Abe's still in the game somehow. Veronica Abe, but he likes to always get himself kicked off somehow too. But um, what about you? You were on Road Rules. You've won fairly recently, right? I won. I, the last challenge I won was. Uh, the not the ruins the the ruins the ruins the ruins and that's when I won three in a row for myself. Then I was three out of four when I lost Cutthroat and three five. Um, let's see, there was no one on that. There team. haven't really been any team challenges really since then, have there been? Besides like the Battle of the Seasons, which obviously a, a real world team. Yeah. Won, I think. So the answer is it's Tori Hall slash Fiorenza. Yeah, who won a Cutthroat? Ah, uh, and Brad. before that. Before that, Derek and Susie won the ruins. So I was close. Uh, one of the crazy stats that I've seen people put out multiple times, and it's just like it's weird to wrap your mind around. The last African American winner, like the last like black winner, was Nehemiah. Oh my god! What the hell did he win? And see, here goes like here goes people that you're like, what? They've won, but like. You know, th- then there's other people that, like, haven't won. You know what I mean? But I have like, to Google that guy right now. Hey, Nehemiah was pretty good, man. He, like, wasn't, like, wasn't elite, but he was pretty good. 
All right, here's a fun game for anyone at home. If you're listening to this, without busting out your computer, just take out a pen or pencil and try, or your, your iPhone notepad and see if you can just spell Nehemiah without looking it up because I just butchered it. I'm, oh, my God. I can't believe – I haven't thought of this guy in so long. Wow, he won the gauntlet three. But – He eliminated but, Kenny. Yeah. What was wrong with this guy? There was something I didn't – He was, was he kind of a jerk or something like that? Was, was there, there some knock against him, right? He's he's like very spiritual and stuff like that, and he was like a vegan. Uh, he he didn't like Evan and Kenny, and he just didn't like what they stood for. Uh, yeah, in the he was show. friends with. Yeah, he was friends with West. He was on the West Side. Yeah, so if you're on, if you're on the West Side, they're not going to cast you. They're only going to cast West. That's just the thing. Like they don't. Oh wow! It sounds like we got a West fan on here. Oh, uh-huh. hundred. Oh yeah, hundred. I mean, no, that's like a thing. Like I don't know. Is that because they want West to sort of be on his own island out there and feel like the underdog against all the contrarian West haters? Hey, the one season you gave him Nehemiah, he won. Oh, that's a good stat. And the, one the other one, oh, he did two seasons with Nehemiah and he finished first and second. So wow. he does well with his friend. He, when he has- Nehemiah's like a PED for Wes. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so the one really weird stat I had, uh, they don't, like, I, I'm like, Something that I worked on like a long time ago was I was tracking jersey colors on the challenge because they'll have you in like a black shirt, blue shirt, red shirt, pink shirt, light blue shirt one season. And players who wear neon green or like lime green always like finish really highly. And it's like a really dumb color. I love that color, by the way. Oh, I, li- I like it too. As like a soccer player, I had, I had neon green cleats. But... When you're in the sand and your opponent's wearing black and you're wearing neon green, I don't know, not as cool. And on the one challenge, of the, neon green was awesome. I guess I don't know. Uh, even a team like Knight and Preston finished fourth place wearing neon green, and that's the worst anyone's ever finished wearing that color. So if you show up to a challenge, Derek, and you get a neon green jersey as your jersey for the season, there's a good chance you're going to do well. I'm all in on the neon green. Sign me up. Do you guys hear that, Buna Murray? Neon green for me. Enough about Nehemiah, which I do know how to spell his name. Um, Do it right now. N-E-H-I. Nope, you're wrong already. Next question. Really? Yeah. It's not N-E-H-I? N-E-H-E-M-I-A-H. Nehem. Oh, damn. All right. Got me wrong. Okay. What's the next question? All right, here's a good one because uh, it'll get us talking about some people and maybe Alan can jump in. What other old school cast members would you like to see back? Uh, this is from Glenda. She throws out ideas like Coral, Beth, Mark Long. You know we want Mark Long. Uh, Evelyn, Jen from Real World Denver. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've never been a Beth fan. So as much as I've tried with her in the past, like I just never, it's just, it never, ever works. So, um, you know who uh, people are saying is like the new Beth, by the way. Have you heard this on Twitter? <laughs> No. Our girl Marie. People say Marie's the new Beth. God, I can't wait to get her on. She's definitely coming on uh, after you get back from Hawaii because she's in every she's in in all the drama, isn't she? Or do I just feel like that? No, she's the best. She really she's the best. She's TV gold <laughs> and she's going to be podcast gold too as soon as we're back. All right. So, and then uh, like Coral, like I mean Coral, dude, I, I just 
I don't think people understand like the magnitude of Coral. Like she was the the queen bee. Like she was the ultimate reality TV personality. Like was she not like the most uh, like after her who was like the the most iconic rea- like she created reality TV. It was her and Mike the Miz. Um but but like you know I beat bitches up. I don't fight. I beat bitches up. Like you, somebody pull that up so I can retweet that. And ask D anything. Somebody pull up when I call Beth a bitch in the gauntlet after she wins. I, I'm like, you're the fucking meanest person on earth. Uh, like someone pull that up so I can retweet that shit. Because dude, th- like those are such classic moments. Like Coral, like I, I, I don't know what she's doing. I don't, I don't know if she's in in the most. You know, I don't know if she can do a challenge. I don't know. I mean, she, people with kids and like, you know, whether you, you'd have to have a serious support system. Shout out to my ex and her family for for taking care of the the little dude while I was gone. I I don't care. I'm gonna say it. Sometimes, you know, um, you know, there's there's pros and cons to it all. But if you're gonna leave to have uh, while your kids are at home, like it's it's serious, dude. You have two ten minute phone calls a week, um, and, and and I think that the child needs to. Um, be old enough to know that like my dad or mom are out there trying to make money for me so when we get back when he gets back you know we can have more you know what I mean that's the sell to these kids you know what I mean because they're like why are you leaving they have no clue how much it costs to raise them and 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 into you know um just just fund life you know, for, for you and this child, like they have no clue. They just go, why are you going, you're going to play games? Like, what, what does that mean? You know? So, uh, it was a big learning curve for me. So I don't know what that's like for Coral. And, you know, like, you know, you go into these games in these competitions, like it's, it's cutthroat, dude. It's, it's not like this, like, it's, it's not like this easy, you know, kitty land ride, dude. It is a roller coaster where you will be going upside down. And multiple times, and you don't know if if you may have to at some point the track just stops, and you got to find a way to unclip yourself and climb your ass fucking down without dying. Like you know, it happened with Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so are you ready for that? Is Coral ready for that? I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe she comes on the podcast and gives us a little update. I wouldn't mind just throwing like scenarios at her and just hearing her commentary about people. I just you know I don't know if she. I don't know if she still gives a shit because back then she really didn't give a shit and she could back it up. You know what I mean? She didn't fight. She beat bitches up, you know? So that um, might've been, that might've been the best. Can you think of a more iconic line in challenge history? Alan, feel free to weigh in too. No, probably not. Coral is just like every line she has. If other people did it, that would be like their greatest line ever. That's how great Coral was. You know, you know what? Um, I think I think CT said I will smash your head and eat it. Something he did. Like that. What was it? Yeah, that was that was the one. What, he even I... he even does train noises. He's like, <laughs> yeah. standing on the tracks while the train's coming through, and did actual. Choo-choo! He did actual noises for himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, those are two classic characters that you can all. I feel like you can always bring back. Um, is there like, and I think, uh, to be honest with you, if you want to get people back on the show, to be, I'm not tooting our own horn here, but 
a big part of it is getting them back in the conversation, the public conversation. I can think of no better way to do that than for them to come on Challenge Mania. And a good way to help them do that is to tweet them. Tweet us, obviously. Let us know. Maybe hashtag Challenge Accepted. But tweet them. Let Coral know. Because Coral's doing bigger and better things right now. I mean, she's she's got a great life. I don't know how much she wants to dip her foot back into the Challenge waters, whether going on the show or either coming on our show. So maybe we can, you know, coerce, coerce her into doing so if we hit her with a nice uh, tweets and compliments and how much we miss her in this and that and let her know you want to hear her on challenge mania because she's on the top of our wish list and you guys can help her get us on the show get her on our show yeah and like and, and for example like i mean for mark long like i mean you could tell you know he's ready to go back in and how many times we posted pictures with his muscles this week or this last week or whenever the hell it was is like it's all over the place his muscles are everywhere he's all over my instagram his muscles are you know what I mean? So, like, it's definitely, you know what I mean? People want to say shit and, and, and keep their name out there. This is definitely a place to go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, get Mark on there. You know, uh, I don't know. You know, with casting, dude, it's like, what do you want? What are they looking for? So, um, who do I want to see back? I mean, fuck, I want to see myself back. Shit, you know? Uh, I don't feel like like my journey's done, dude. I fucking need to win a, a a challenge championship before it's all said and done, you know? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but at the same time, um, that dude needs to fucking win a challenge championship before it's all said and done. You know what I mean? That's, that's where I'm at with that. Thanks for the question. Um, who is our dream guest for challenge mania from Danielle D who's yours? Well, well at this point, I mean, you know, we got to get Johnny and CT on here, you know, and we're not done with Zach, obviously, um, we got to get him in the in the XFL now. When we start that conversation up, can you still play football, Zach? Um, hashtag Challenge Mania. Are you? Can you make it in the XFL? You know his hunger's still there. He's not showing up to challenges because it's not. You know. So uh, yeah, I want to I want to find out what's going on with this movie. I want to know if Johnny thinks there even ever was a curse. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, you know these these conversations need to happen. Tweet at them, let them know you're interested, and I promise you, you guys will speed up the process. Yeah, for me, obviously, selfishly, I'm a, I'm a wrestling guy, so The Miz would be awesome. Um, and then, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing from Evelyn and Landon and those people who have just gone off the grid. I think that would be really cool and interesting. Um, and yeah, Alan, who would you like to hear on Challenge Mania? I didn't even know the concept of an Evelyn podcast. I'd be 100% there. If you got Evelyn, like that would, uh, Alton would be the one I also would be like, that'd be really crazy because I don't think people really remember how great Alton was. And Derek did the gauntlet too with Alton where, I mean, my God, that dude's a freak. I did the Inferno three and the gauntlet two with him. Yep. And, uh, is that one of your Twitter questions? Yep. Al- Alex wanted to know if you still talk to the dude. Okay. So here's the, here's the Alton story because, um, I too have, like I've I had always been an Alton fan like growing up watching him on TV and was always amazed with what he could do and then eventually I'm like in Trinidad and Tobago like kind of you know living I literally slept in the same room with him because we were team captains and we got like the captain's quarters room where they had all the air conditioning and uh in the in in the king size beds and Anissa and Katie Doyle would always find a way in my bed and sleep in there. And yeah, that happened like on a regular basis. Um, and, uh, um, 
so Alton uh, at the time was dating Jody. So that was happening. Randy and Keno were in another bed because Keno was the team captain. And then the, the, the veterans king size bed continued to interchange between Ruthie, Beth, um, I don't even know who else was women, girls team captain over there. I can't remember. I can't remember who was in that bed. But anyway, so uh, Alton, Alton uh, hit me up. Someone that I thought was Alton hit me up on uh, on direct message on Instagram, and uh, I go. He goes, "Hey, what's up, uh, old buddy? I don't know whatever the hell he said." And I go, "Alton, dude, is this really you? You know, I'm like, how do I know it's you?" And he didn't respond, so I'm like, "Ah, it's a fake ass Alton account." So a couple of days ago, maybe like a week or so ago, um, I get I get another uh, I get another DM. Yo, Derek, what's up, man? How you been? What's going on? It's me, Alton. And uh, I was like, bro, how do I know it's you? And he's like, why would it? How would it not be me? And I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, is he like that? Miss does not understand how this works anymore. Like that fake accounts exist that people act to be other people. So like, I actually didn't like get back to him uh, right away because like, I just, I don't know if I'm ready to dibble dabble into that, but if you guys really want Alton, you know, if you guys really want to hear from Alton, like, I want to hear from Alton. Alan wants to hear from Alton. Let's get him on. I mean, that that's our, our, our guest list is an eclectic mix of those newbies, the young bucks, you know, the vets that are on today, the vets that aren't on today, and then the guys like Alton who we don't hear about at all anymore. So I think that would be awesome to sprinkle him in there maybe on this next wave. So if he's hitting you up on the DM, let's make it happen, bro. Let's make it happen. If you guys at home want to hear from Alton too, uh, maybe hashtag we want Alton and let us know. uh, And when I get back, we'll get the the man on the show. We got to see if he's a fake. This is a good one. All right, on the on the same sort of vein here of guests and whatnot, Chuck Chuck Crossed, I believe, is was what you call this guy, wants to know when we'll have Corey or Nelson on the podcast. You, you know what, man? You, you can attempt to reach out to them and uh, and you know see what they say. I mean, you guys, you guys want Corey and Nelson? Like, I'm not opposed to the conversation. You know what I mean? And uh, it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem like organic and natural, you know, uh, at this point, you know, because it's it's so like with the vendettas and all that stuff coming out and, you know, with with how me and him ended up. And, uh, you know, we really haven't had the conversation after after the reunion, post reunion. And, you know, I, I, I kind of like I kind of I kind of wouldn't mind just leaving it till, till till we see each other on the battlefield and see what happens. You know what I mean? I don't need to you know, I don't need to be you know best friends with everybody you know so like you know um you know they they drew their line in the sand when when they did and you know i'm not saying that i'm i'm opposed to it again you know i'm just saying that you know there's people that i don't really fucking care to talk to even though they all have interesting stories but i mean i gotta be fucking best friends with everybody not really you know so uh and i'm not saying i'm best friends with everyone i'm just saying you know that's does that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing with Corey. We've been talking a lot about that last challenge on the show. We talk about Corey a lot because, for, rightfully so, you're a bit offended that you come in second place on Dirty 30 and, you know, are this big returning favorite. Everyone loves you. And 
not only are, are, or at least are you not asked back to begin the season of Vendettas, as we all know, we're four episodes in, we know you're involved somehow from the trailer, we don't know to what extent, but Corey gets anointed this new figurehead of the show, his face is on a billboard in Times Square, and the, the dude can't even make it past one elimination. So, and, all uh, we, and all we're seeing is first round knockouts. I've, n- I've never seen anyone on a billboard that's getting knocked out so many damn times, so, so fast. I'm just, I'm sorry. It just you see a UFC fight. You see you you're looking up at these UFC fighters that have have this like tr- awesome track record, and you're gonna have these two gladiators fucking go at it, okay? And, and you got um and you got Johnny who's, who's definitely made a name for himself, and you got Corey who's just like you know what I mean, knockout after knockout after knockout. Like come on, dude. What? So it's just it's it, it's a, it's a little you know what I mean it's a little nah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, let's see, let's see, let's see what this, uh, let's see what this, what this, what, what, what this looks like after, after the trailer appearance. Maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little, thinking a little too much into it. You know what I mean? But, uh, that being said think- though, let's be honest. It would be interesting to have Corey on the show because he's a polarizing figure. A lot of people feel the same we do, uh, feel the same way we do that he was a little, preemptively anointed this new face of the challenge um he's obviously he's got the new uh, baby girl congratulations with that we see a lot of pictures of her on social media um so you know we'd love to talk to him about what's going on in his life you know he did very very vocally tweet out that he felt like the show wasn't showing a lot of stuff he thought deserved to be shown um he's a very outspoken dude and we, we want to give him a, a third dimension to that voice so Things might be a little rocky, but I think he is a great guest to have on down the line. If you ask me if I could put my producer hat on for a second, I think he'd be good. Nelson, eh, I wouldn't hold your breath on Nelson. We'll see what happens. But um, as of now, I think you've got Nelson's uh, face pinned up on your dartboard. I don't know if we're going to have him pinned up on our uh, call list anytime soon, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, uh, you know, if you want, maybe we bring Mark Long in a co-host that day with you. <laughs> Yeah, right, 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 right. You could go to the boxing gym and train, and Mark and I will talk to Nelson. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and Corey and Wes at that. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. I like it. I like it. Um, before we get to these last couple questions, uh, Alan, you got any more stats? Yeah, all right. You just mentioned him. Longest challenge, like, difference between wins, like, between one win and another. Wes went eight years between wins. And I, I, if I had to compare it, it's almost like uh, the pitcher Kerry Wood. Um, Kerry Wood was just like this Cy Young, like amazing pitcher, like in, in the for the Cubs for like this like about five years, and then his arm just like completely fell apart on him. Wes's body completely changed on him. He stopped working out, and then he redefined himself as his political player. Uh, kind of like Kerry Wood became a closer and a reliever later in his career, and actually made some All Star teams. It's like one of the more interesting things because you don't really see when people start winning, they win a lot in a row and they either stop or, you know, it's almost like you have a prime. Yeah, well, I think eight years later, someone else is back in their prime and you're talking to them right now. What? Um, I love I love the, the, the Chicago Cubs references, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, I was about to tweet back at, at Johnny saying the only thing, the only curse that the only curse that um, Bill Simmons wants to talk about is over. So uh, if you want to talk about the curse, you need to come on Challenge Mania. 
Um, because that's what we want to talk about. We want to know if that curse is still alive. And um, I know it's a segue from Kerry Wood. It's a weird segue from Kerry Wood in Chicago and 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 West. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. You know, the whole West thing is just like I don't know. I've never I've never respected the way he conducts himself in the challenge house and, uh, you know, the conversations that me and him have had and, you know, the, uh, you know, the energy between me and him has never really sat well. And, uh, and, and we definitely have an unsettled, uh, unsettled battle in the, in one of the challenge in, in, in in a challenge elimination round. That's for sure. Um, so, you know, do I hold a grudge? Would it, no, but would it be fun, you know, to, to, to see him in the dirt another time at a later generation? I think it would be pretty fun. Along with CT, I think he's grown the most, though, out of, like, some of the people from their, like, first challenges to now. Uh, he's just, like, these days he's, like, he's still kind of the same guy, but he just, like, sits back and makes jokes now. I don't know. He's not really getting in people's faces anymore. And yeah, I completely understand your problems with him because, you know, you, you guys did have some real stuff there, but you know, it's almost like that difference of like, well, he went through this phase of his career where Wes was the first guy out like two seasons in a row, like two, three seasons in a row where he was basically, you know, he was coring it. And then he basically had to change his entire game plan and change who he was as a person. Our yeah. last question, and I think this might open up some stats for you, Alan, as well. Jacob, coming through with a great question. Out of all your eliminations, Derek, which one are you the most proud of and which one are you the most disappointed by? Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of elimination rounds. Just for I don't know. How many is it? How many elimination rounds has it been, uh, Alan, for Derek? Uh, 13 or, yeah. You've been in 13, yeah. 13 something like that and like um we had the boxing match that uh on road rules and then we had the fucking giant ball elimination that I, it wasn't really my elimination we had the fucking riot act you know what i mean uh you know i've been in, in a lot of like battles you know what i mean so i kind of like pride myself on those those types of events um i still think that they're the most awesome and it's the same reason why i love doing the challenges and why i love watching the challenges and why i love um, seeing people in them when I'm not in them. So, but I'd say probably my proudest was um, the, the 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 one on the Dirty Thirty where we're going against the six-time challenge champion Johnny Bananas. Um, you know, he's got a he's got a he's got a little he, he should have a little chip on his shoulder after losing Invasion, after losing a you know West and the Blind Stick fighting, which I still think that the West Blind Stick fighting was like kind of like you know it, it'd be like losing or winning a game of tic tac toe. You know what I mean? So it doesn't. It doesn't hold anything for me, um, like as opposed to me losing to Wes in a in a grudge match and like a pole wrestle back in in, in in his prime in his heyday and whatever you want to call it, you know his his supremacy at the time. Um, while I came off of spring break, uh, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm I guess I'm you know whatever. So uh, so probably that's probably my most disappointing loss was uh, was to Wes. In, in, in the duel um again i don't i don't think i was in, in in great shape and he was and uh he had the best the better of me and he ended up winning the whole thing so um that was probably my most disappointing although it was a lot of fun um going through that and um 
and then seen him cry after. So I, I had to, I know I needed to throw that in there. I couldn't help myself. Um, but it was like to his girlfriend and how hard it was and all that. Like, yeah, I know he was trying to give me props and I'm being a dick right now, but whatever the fuck, this is fucking challenge mania. All right. And, um, and, uh, and so, but my proudest was probably the, you know, the most recent one in front of my son. I mean, I needed to beat Johnny. I, I had to win, you know, and, uh, and it was a big moment for me. It was my first time back on a challenge in seven years. Um, it was my first elimination round in, you know, in seven years. And, uh, you know, I'm going up against, you know, what everyone would call the best challenge athlete in challenge history. So for me to sort of find my place back in history was to beat him. And then it was to beat Tony and, uh, Tony and, and Hunter, in, in that elimination round at, that needed to happen. And then the finale was supposed to be me winning that $450,000 after seven years, but didn't happen, which is why the story has to keep going, you know, that, which is why the fire burns that much more at this point. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, just seeing my son, see me do what I do, and, you know, with Johnny and, and it, that no, it wasn't like me, you beat the shit out of each other. But it was an an endurance match, you know, and in uh, in a will, in a will to win, and I and I had it, and I and I beat him, and I beat him handily, and uh, but it was definitely a heavyweight a heavyweight matchup, you know, and uh, so that that one was probably my proudest, and then of course you go into the ones like Cyrus, that whole gauntlet two ring was like, you know, what I mean, I was going up against like men, you know what I mean, and fights, you know, like we fought. You know, we put our hands on each other and beat the fuck out of each other. Like, that's what the challenge is all about, you know. And so, um, although there's a few more in there um, that, that that are pretty cool, but, like, you know, high, the highest of the highs was with Johnny probably, and the lowest of the lows was probably losing to West in a grudge match. So, um, you know, that, that was Johnny versus Derek part two, by the way. And uh, I think we still need to see Derek versus West part two. And the dirt. Awesome. Uh, Alan, you got any stats about any of the eliminations he mentioned or any other fun elimination stats? Yeah, I mean, one of the more interesting ones is, you know, you faced Tyler twice. That's one of your losses and one of your wins. Uh, I've always wondered, like, Tyler was this guy who was, like, a good athlete, but his first few challenges, he weighed, like, a buck 50, and then he came in weighing, like, 200. Like, what, like do you think, like, wh- like, what was that like, you know? This guy who was just a stick just came in, and like wreck house. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think to his, I think he was probably about a buck two, maybe like 180, 185, um, not much muscle behind it. And then he kind of came in a lot heavier uh, when he beat me. And uh, so I beat him in a puzzle, actually. It was like climb a rope, bring the puzzle pieces down, and put the puzzle together. That was my first elimination with Tyler. He goes home. He actually called me out. Then I, sent him home on a puzzle and then uh which is when i then the next elimination i lost to uh, lost to wes in the pole wrestle and then um later on i faced tyler in cutthroat which was my last elimination loss um and it was it was very much a weight bearing uh situation where i couldn't um you know it just came down to physics man just someone outweighs you when you're pushing or pulling like it's just it's just i just think it's a boring it's a, it's a it's a boring thing to watch and they 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 bring it back every now and then and it's you know it's obviously my Achilles heel uh but you know 
let us let us fight for something. Let us fight. Um, you know, but yeah, dude. I mean, we're going like two twenty. He was going from like one eighty five on the duel, one eighty maybe. I don't think he was a stick to like um, you know two fifteen. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. two twenty. Heavy, dude. Heavy. He always looks. Uh, he's not. He looks, athletic. Yeah. He's not athletic. I don't think he's athletic. I'm not going to say he's athletic at all. Really? Because you know? he yeah. was like an uh, he was like an Olympic. He was like a really high level swimmer, and he ran triathlons and Ironman. Leonardo triathlon. I don't know. I mean, we're talking about like agility and all that shit. Like, you know, like I just didn't see it. I just didn't see it. Like, you know, I mean, I guess there's a difference between uh, swimming a swimmer, the athleticism that a swimmer and and a and and someone that runs track, that there is an athleticism there, you know, a certain specific athleticism, but like overall, like, I just don't, I just don't see it. You know what I mean? And maybe, yeah, I just don't see it. You know what I mean? But you know, heavy and you could push kind of strong. Um, all right, guys. I mean, Derek, that seat didn't feel too hot today, did it? I mean, there wasn't really, actually, I'm going to make it hot right now. Uh, Derek, I want one girl that you didn't mention on the last podcast. You got to drop us one more name. We got to fill this one with the fire. The same one of the last that I want to make out with. That I want. That I want. That I want to like grab her face and like it, like when. Fine. No one's yeah. You know what? That that'll yeah. That'll cause uh, tw- Twitter a flutter. Get, hit us with someone on your uh, on your makeout wish list. You know what, God? You know what? I haven't even. I I mean. There's, I mean, there's some cute chicks on, on, on Dirty Thirty. I mean, Melissa's cute. Um, you know, you mean like, vendettas? You, you mean vendettas? Vendettas? What did I say? You said Dirty Thirty because you're still thinking you know, about that Thirty Five. You know what? You need what I need to do. Is you really need to let me like examine which which one of these girls I really, um, really enjoy seeing. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to be like, oh, I'd love to make out with. Melissa, or, or, you know what I mean, or catch her in a in, in a corner at the night at a at a club, you know what I mean. That sounded like, extremely creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Catch her in a corner at a club. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean like that, but he didn't mean so. like he didn't he didn't mean like catch her and get her in the corner. No, he meant like you know bump into her in the corner. Maybe she's interested. Probably he's interested. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Music's going. Um, All right, so pay close yeah, attention. Here's your, here's your here's your homework, D. Yeah, give me some homework. Yeah. You gotta like, you, I, you know, what I mean, especially now with like, you got all the big brothers like infiltrating the challenge. I mean, you know, like, do I get to choose one of them too? Like someone that's not hooking up with someone on the on the current challenge because Natalie's cute too, but that's. That's, well, dude, that's, dude, 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 we're like, still trying to remember. We're still trying to get Johnny Bananas on the show. So wait until that happens before you start hollering at our girl Natalie Negroni. I'm, Come on, dude. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there's some cute chicks on the show. Wait until Zach comes on before you start start hollering at Listen, Jenna. Okay. She said they're not dating. She said they're not dating. What the fuck? Does that mean it's fair game? <laughs> I'm just saying that think these there's some cute girls on Vendettas. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, if that's not a tease for Vendettas, I don't know what is. Alan, thank you so much for bringing the stats on this Ask the Anything. It really kicked it up a notch. Thank you to our audience for bearing with us during this little three-week period here. We tried to bank some awesome eps for you. We hope you liked Natalie Negroti. We hope you liked Shane. We hope you enjoyed the brain candy invasion you guys wanted so badly. And we hope you guys had fun with us here on Ask the Anything. Thank you for the questions as always. Keep them coming. I'm sure Derek can get to some of these on Twitter if we didn't get to them today. And remember... 
I am back. February 20th is our first episode back. I get back on the 18th, so uh, you should start seeing me on social media after that. Thank you guys for bearing bearing with me. I'm sorry if I didn't respond to any of your tweets or anything like that. In the meantime, um, just wanted to give my full attention to my my lovely now wife. Uh, So thank you guys. Keep hitting up the impact, the impact.com slash mania. You guys know about challengethrowdown.com, all the news about Philly. Derek, Alan, what do you got for our, our audience before we let them go? Yo, Alan, just want to say thanks for coming on again. And I feel like we're gonna you're gonna be a big part of the show uh, in the future just because you know you're continuing to go and get these interviews from these people. You come some insider information, you bring it over here. We'll talk about putting it out, put, putting it out there. Um, we we still haven't gone into like uh, I know we three talked about the elimination records and like the surprises of 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 uh, guys and girls before the Emily Schramm podcast, which a lot of it didn't make it, you know, make it to air. But um, I still think that that conversation needs to happen. And uh, and 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 so Alan, thanks again, and Scott, congratulations. Thank you, and thank you to everybody who sent kind words on. Uh on Twitter. I really appreciate it. And uh, you guys, you know where to find us on Twitter. At Shot of Jaeger, at Derek MTV, at The Alan Aguirre. That's right. Fast Fabrizi 5 and Furious is no longer. Um, that's where you can get us on Twitter. If you want more stats from Alan, I'm sure he'll, he'll uh, oblige you on there. Um, thank you guys. You know how to do it. Subscribe, rate, review. Keep telling your friends. If we're a five-star podcast in your mind, make sure you give us a five-star review. Keep telling your friends in person and on Reddit. If you know any good sponsors for the show, we're looking for additional sponsors. They can hit us up, hit us up at challengemaniapodcast at gmail.com. We're only getting bigger and better, folks. You heard about it. You heard about the guests we're working on. And if you guys want some other people to come on the show, just tweet us, tweet them, hashtag challenge accepted, and we will try to make that challenge accepted for you. Guys, thank you so much. I'm back soon. I'm back in about six, seven days, and then we're back on the full schedule again. So um, people will be hearing this two weeks from now. So hopefully nothing went catastrophically wrong in the next couple weeks, and everybody's happy and enjoying Challenge Mania in the middle of their work week as they always do. Dun, 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 dun. Little did I know when I joined Kaiser Permanente that it would be on my top 10 list for what has made this year great. I can see my physician, I can be referred to the lab, I can then be referred to the pharmacy all in the same building. You, you've got it all. I mean, it's, it's quality of care, it's compassion of care, it's convenience of care. It's terrific. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Tone Out with Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash nebia.